So, I feel like we've done this so many times. I think this is our third. Third introduction. Intro. Of, but it's like, we're going to get this right. Or do you ever restart. get it right? Because restart. 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 No, we're not restarting. We ain't restarting that shit. No, that shit's gone. Yeah, we learned. <laughs> Listen, this is part of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, quick introduction. So, this one will actually be the first one actually going up on our YouTube. The, fir- this, the, the second one intro we did was pretty fucking boring. Was it really? No. No. But it was. No, it wasn't. No. So anyways, check it out. This is Cave Talk. My name is Rocky Faith. This is I'm Tyler Faith. No. <laughs> I like to party. My name's Rocky Faith. <laughs> I'm Tyler Sackett here. Holy shit. Can you imagine we both have the same last name? We're brothers, though. <sighs> or married. Mm. So, anyways, we started this. Uh, we started the show, the segment up because we wanted to just talk about anything and everything: um, mental health, uh, family, <coughs> work, a lot of work. Basically everything. Yeah, bodybuilding, fitness. Guys do Dick. everything, anyways. If if you go to the gym, you got a job usually, unless you're like a pro bodybuilder or a drug dealer. Uh, what else? We want to yeah, talk? we want to talk about dating. Whew, everything. I know you want to get into the vet talk, so. Do I? Not yet. Dude, you have good stories now. Horrible, but good stories. Like, bad stories. Like, why the fuck did I do that at 39, 40 years old? Uh, stories. You're supposed to do it at any time. Really? Sponsored by we'll, Hunters. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick one. We'll pick one topic. We'll pick one story, but that's, that's later on. We got, other, we got other good stuff to talk about. So, good story. So, how does this story have to go? What? What kind of scenarios? Are we doing a family story or are we doing a girl story? You know what? Let's talk about family, okay? Because we both kind of grew up in like, uh, I don't call them traumatic experiences, but, you know, to normal people, it, they would have been considered family trauma. We're hood, bro. I, I, I'm trailer park. I don't tell people I'm hood. I tell them trailer park because I am. Is it better be hood or hillbilly? No. Which one's worse? What's worse? Yeah. Hillbilly. They do weird shit, man. Fuck your sister. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, yeah, hillbilly. Whenever yeah. you think of hillbilly, you think of like them eating animals that they're not supposed to eat, like raccoons or squirrels oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah. Touching their family members. That's like always a fucking number one for some reason. Is that uncle? It's always an uncle. It doesn't matter what family you come from, it's always a fucking uncle. There's that one uncle where everyone's like, stay the fuck away from Rigo. Rigo will touch you. <laughs> You don't want to. Do not yeah. go in a, you go in a room with Rigo by yourself. You're in trouble and you know it. All the kids warn you. Dear uncle. What about percentage? Uh, I don't want to get into that, though. Ugh. That's bad. We should look at. Well, percentage. Uh, how many kids get touched compared to not? Is it normal not to? Or is it normal to? If you were to. It's get, not normal. Hold it. So if you were to What's get. Normal? If you were to get 10 people in a room. Yeah. Let's, get, let's do the study. We'll do this on our own. Fuck these other studies. Let's do our own kind of study. Let's pick 10 people. We can go to the gym. We grab 10 people. And we say, hey, we're going to ask you a serious question. We're not going to name you, but just be honest with us. Have you ever had a family member touch you before growing up? I six hear, out of 10 would no, lie. I was, was going to say six out of 10 would lie? Yes. 
No, nah, maybe not high. Yeah, I, it matters uh, what age they are. Yes. Really? Some are hidden in the closet, almost like gay. Oh, okay. Scared. So we have to ask. Just, we have to ask. It's a, a bad thing, but anyone thirty and over should be honest. You think? Yeah. I would say I would say seven out of ten have been touched by a family member. I don't know if my raise, sisters have. Raise either. your hand if a family member's touched you, Tyler. <laughs> no, no. no the, the thing is, I didn't even know what a blowjob was until I was 16. So uh, if you aren't messed with, I don't think, I think you're a little behind. <laughs> uh, that sounds so bad. Uncle Rico taught I mean, me everything you, I know. When that happens, you, you know what sex is. I didn't know what it was, just like Santa Claus. You didn't know what, you didn't know what playing tummy sticks was? No. I didn't get introduced to that game? Not okay. Let's play tummy sticks. So, yeah, anyways. Sorry to those people out there that we're talking about this, but. Yeah, hey, you know what? That's part of family trauma. Mm-hmm. So, stuff to deal with. So, I've got fun stories. Uh, I, I have one. Okay. I shouldn't, I shouldn't name the sibling because none of our family members know the story yet, and I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it to the, how it was told to me, so it's obviously it's not going to be exact from the person's mouth. But um, we had family that would, like, pick fights with each other you know like our our brothers and sisters like we all fought and the fights would turn really really nasty so i had one sibling this isn't a fight this is where you put your bottle all over our face well that was that was like revenge like i had a brother dude that like he was so fucking annoying growing up and i hated this but he would do the most like you'd be sitting there not doing anything like i'd be sitting there doing homework or something and he'd get right in my ear and he'd, he'd put his hand like this on his fucking chin and he'd be like, ee, ee, ee. and it was like nonstop though. I'm talking, this shit would go on for like hours until you fucking punch him in the face. And then like he'd start crying and like, you know, you welted on his ass and you feel, then you feel bad because you like you beat the shit up. out of him. But do you imagine someone for two hours just going in your face like, ee, ee, ee. like just non fucking stop? Where you're, where you're saying, please stop. Stop doing that. I know someone like that. Don't do that anymore. Who does that? My wife. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't. Sorry, I'm kidding. She does that. She goes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Dude, let me see her do that. I'll die laughing. Oh, so, anyways, this brother would literally fuck with every single one of his siblings. Derek, call your little ass out. So Derek would fuck with all of us in some type of way. Is he tough? No, I, I don't Derek. know. I mean, he's 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 in his thirties now. He better be tough. I mean, he got his ass kicked by us oh, enough. No, he's tough. You gotta be. If like, you got brothers that got your ass whooped. Yeah, because we. I did some. I beat the shit out of him. Like, there were times where I was like, I Rocky's felt tough. It was not good. Like he he would catch a punch that he didn't. He deserved it, but not as hard. Does that make sense? Like I didn't have to hit him as hard, but I was so fucking frustrated. I was like, I'm just gonna fucking throw you over. So when when you punch like someone you love or your family member, you usually fucking hit them. But so if you're gonna hit them hard, you, you, usually you like back off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you pull you back. Went, you went fucking hardcore. No, no, I never fall through. Uh, no, it was, no always a, it was a pullback, but it was like it should pull back probably a little bit sooner. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he punched through. He's like, oh, I can't stop. No, yeah, no, no, you never punch through when you're when you're hitting family. <laughs> so, anyways, um. Derek decided one day to pee in one of our siblings' shampoo bottles. Not going to name the sibling, but he peed in her shampoo bottle. <laughs> I'm going to give it away. So it's something fucking Derek would do, and she, I don't know how she knew, actually, to be honest with you. But she went in there, and she went to pop her shampoo bottle open and wash her hair. And now, mind you, we're fucking trailer park poor, okay? Straight up trailer park poor. 
my mom's not going to go buy a new fucking bottle of shampoo for my sister. It ain't happening. So my sister pops a bottle open, and all, you just smell like eating. Oh, it was like the yellow the, kind. Of yeah, yes, yeah, like pneumonia kind of like. You, haven't drink, you partied hard, and you haven't drink water in two, two but, days. You go but think about it. This is like a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> you know, a little skater, a little fucking skater kid, fucking peed in a shampoo bottle. You oh. know, he's like hopped up on fucking Sunny D, fucking Coca Cola, and fucking Cheetos. Yeah, that is not gonna smell good. No. So he does this, and my fucking sister loses her mind. Okay, she put it on her hair. No, 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 no. She smelt it like she could smell it in the fucking bathroom. Like it was. Gross. I got a good story on that, but it's not family. But keep going. We'll, we'll, some other time. It's a good one. If it's a beer, if it, pee, let's do this. We'll talk. We'll talk. I got one too, so we'll save those. So, anyway, she goes downstairs and she starts, you know, fucking telling my mom, like, hey, he peed in my shampoo bottle. I'm fucking tired of his shit. And my mom's like, grow up. No, he didn't. You're making it up. Like, anytime my sister would say something, it was like, it didn't happen. Like, my mom was one of those. Like, I, I my mom, sister. like, loved the boys and treated my sister like dog shit. I don't know why. I, all the stories I hear now, I'm like, what did you, how did you go through that? That's crazy. She's like, awesome. I don't know. She went through a lot of shit. So, loses her mind. Oh, shit. I can't ah. I said the wrong, I said the sister's name. I was trying to. <laughs> it was bound to come out. <laughs> so, anyways, fast forward to a week or so, okay? Mind you, I forget. And if she's going to get her fucking revenge, it's going to be hard and swift and strong I I knew at like we're ten years apart. I knew at seventeen not to fuck with this little seven year old. I knew that she would jack me up if I did. So I became best friends with her growing up. So you guys were pretty close. Huh? We were super close. Yeah, super close. So, anyways, Derek's downstairs. This is a, a morning, and he's making his breakfast, his cereal. And what kind of cereal was it? Do you remember? I I don't know what his kind of cereal he liked. She peed in the milk. Nah, that would have been. This is even better than peeing in milk, okay? So he pours the cereal. He puts milk in it. He goes to put the box of cereal away. As he did this, like, he left the fridge door open. And my sister, as she explains it, it was like a split second. She saw these bottles inside the fridge of milk. Now, the one story I didn't tell everyone is my mom used to run a daycare. Still actually does do daycares, but ran a daycare out of the house. These bottles in the fridge were for these infants that a mother brought basically breast milk in for the kids. So she grabbed this woman's breast milk, and mind you, like I, I can picture, and I know exactly. Chunky. So anyway, she pours the milk into the cereal, and like caps it real quick, puts it in the fridge, and closes it. And then Derek comes back, gets his cereal, and he starts eating it. And he like looks at my mom. He's like, "It tastes sour. It's clumpy." And my mom goes and looks at the milk jug. And she goes, there's nothing wrong with the milk. The expiration date isn't for another couple of weeks. It's fine. Just eat your cereal. So he's eating it. And every bite, I guess, was like, he's like, no, it tastes sour. It doesn't taste right. How did you find out? He, they never did. I'm, t- I'm the one fucking no. telling the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, no one ever knew except for, except for me no. and my sister. So my sister had to run upstairs. That's not a joke. <laughs> Dude. So they're going to find out now. But uh, my sister had to run upstairs because she was dying fucking laughing. And she, you know, didn't want to expose herself. But that, the, that's what she did. She got her revenge. Like, you didn't, and no one knew about it until now. <laughs> 20 years later, he's going to be learning about what happened oh, to him. Oh, man. I was really mad afterwards. Dude. 
So, Derek, you straight up drank rotten breast milk. You ate the whole thing. Ate the whole thing. You didn't even know you took it for the team. And you did, you, you thought the milk was expired. <laughs> it was fresh. Yeah, it was real vitamin D. Yeah. So, what's yours, man? Oh, that's, yeah. that's mine. Shoot. I don't have too many too many stories with the girls, Siblings. with my sisters. You gotta have something, We're dude. far apart like you and Ashley, so... Okay. I got the, the whole fucking gainer off the house into their... My sister's right behind the camera, so she's she's sitting here like, yeah, that's fucking rad. But uh, I would say we don't have any, do we? You have nothing with your siblings, like no cool oh, stories, yes. huh? Yeah, it's like, yo, also brother. Did, did they ever do anything to get you back? No, they're too small. They're terrifying. Uh, they're terrifying. <gasps> <laughs> that's like 135 pounds ripped. I, no, I, I didn't even drive you guys around ever. Not until later. Not even now. Huh. So my me and my sisters are far apart, and I they just started working here uh, with, I guess, with yeah, Rocky. They started working with us. With us. Um, and I'm kind of just getting to know them again. Kind of well, weird. You're getting to know the adults. I know my right sisters, now. but I, it's been a long time. I don't hang out with them. You know? so, we don't have a, a crazy relationship. We're just we're like ten and eleven years apart. So when they were ten or eleven, I was twenty one, in the union, you know, going to school all the time, all that. So, I kinda, so doing doing I adult a, stuff. Yeah, and then I jumped into a, a relationship, got married, all that. That's how. I mean, I, I went to the army, came back, I talked. You know, I was always close. I always talked to my sister. Yeah. But there was a period of time where I was with someone, um, married for quite some time. But I was with someone for almost ten years and. My relationship lacked with my sister. It was just this last year where we kind of rebuilt that. So kind of like what, yeah. you're, doing, what you're doing with your sisters, where your sisters are now here working with you. I, my sister started working with me about a year ago. Yeah. I have so, – yeah, that's the same. So basically, I have those stories where you, you pull out the tooth. I pulled Kylie's tooth out. I got twin sisters, and uh, Kylie and Erica. And, I, like, one of them – one of their tooth was falling out, and I pulled it with the door, and it was bleeding everywhere. She was crying. I don't think you did that she with was, me. She was 18. <laughs> uh, so, in real honesty, Tyler. I got fucked up shit with my dad. My dad's like a, my brother. And my, you know, he's not, but yeah, he's paralyzed and stuff. We, I fuck with him. So, I, I think when I was like five years old, I just socked him right in the mouth for some reason. I, and it got him all upset, and I had to say sorry. And I was, you were almost, five? Yeah, I just, with that kind of energy? Yeah, it was pretty quick. I don't even know why I did it. I remember doing it. I, I, I fucking got him good. One good one. I actually he met, was pissed. Met your dad for the first time today. Yeah, cool guy. He I actually look like him. Huh? You do. You guys. He actually. You you remind me a lot of him. I see where you get your sense of humor because he he you guys kind of crack jokes the same way. Yeah, you have the same delivery when you guys are telling the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, man. It's you know. Yeah, it's out there. So listen. How important is it for you to have your sisters here working with you? Very important. I never. Everybody said I would have a relationship with my sisters, uh, and told me I would. Uh, it would start sooner than that. But I had like falling out with some, some half of the family, and they were more on that side of the family's. Uh, I wouldn't say sides or whatever. I love them, but uh, when I was a younger, I was crazy. I, I didn't give a fuck. Crazier. If, yeah. If family talk shit about me, like. Yeah, I need to see you. I'm still kind of like that though. Yeah, I really am. But they really didn't do anything. They bought 
used socks or I don't know. I don't think it was used. I think they went to the thrift store and, and they got a lot of money. And I just was like, why are you taking my sister to a thrift store? Oh, so they, they, but they it's more than that. The girls like to go. And I just, but they would, they would take, was, they would, they would treat, they would treat your sister secondhand. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, so we ain't secondhand. Well, I, I had that done to me, but that's because I was like the step kid. So it was like, um, my, I won't refer to him as anything other than my mother's husband. Yeah, his family treated my brother and I a lot differently than our other siblings, and it was not just, okay. It really isn't because as a kid, you know. Like you grew up knowing, but you know what? You know what? You know what? Different. Wrong man, you're a kid. It's not you. So that wasn't necessarily a trauma for me. What it did for me is it. Well, when you look like your dad, well, created. <laughs> do I? <laughs> it, well, it creates something. You know, it created something for me where they did things, and I was like, in my head as a kid, I went, "Well, fuck that. I don't need that. I don't want that." So if you look at me now as an adult, I dress very simple, very plain. I. I usually typically keep all my stuff for a long period of time. Yeah. I, I don't wear fancy shit. Like, I remember when everyone was wearing designer brand stuff. I didn't give a shit. I was like, dude. Because you know why? I, I idolized, like, dudes from the 50s as a kid. Yeah. Like, they had jeans and white shirts. Like, you know, I know they called them greasers or whatever. Yeah, that's a good look. No, that was just, like, a classic look. It was like, and who gave a shit? You think you don't come back? I do it now. Like, for me to be wearing a shirt that has even letters on it is, like, totally out of my norm. Is yeah. there going to be a phase, uh, another look? For me? You know how there's like the baggy pants, the parachute pants, they had, the, the, you know, all those different Jinko jean to well, everything, sagging to... Everything like... Think they'll make something new? I don't think you can. You've done it. Everything's been done? Yeah, kind of. It'd be kind of funny to see guys wearing baggy pants again. I'd like to see a geisha just walking around all the time, though. It's kind of funny. Geisha? See. Geisha person? Like a geisha girl? <laughs> what the? Girls start dressing geisha all the, all the time. Yeah, no, um, it set that for me. Like, and, you know, this guy, he used to buy the kids, uh, he used to buy my siblings fast food. Now, mind you, this guy's a big fat fuck. He's completely unhealthy, just gross. But he would buy that for them, and then he'd look at me and tell me, like, go make a bologna sandwich. Like, just treated me differently. And all I did in my head was go, like, well, fuck that. I don't even want that. I don't want to eat that. So, yeah. like, it, it created where I don't eat fast food. I don't do stuff like that, you know. It, it, well, thank you for doing that to him. Yeah, right. Look at him now. <laughs> so, but I, I look at that and I don't crave that stuff. I guess I should say, you know, like we'll get like a burger from In and Out like once yeah. in a great while. But you don't eat very much, or you don't eat that bad actually. No, nah, you pretty clean. Did you win before you worked out though? How was your diet before I worked? He was out. big, like as a kid. Yeah, like well, look, ding. Yeah, as 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 a, as a teenager, I. I learned how to eat big, like. I, but it was funny. Is I learned about dieting through Flex Magazine, which is the fucking worst place you could ever learn from. Like, learn about dieting from the nineties. Oh, because they're, they're just normal writers or whatever. Some of them were good writers. Yeah, but they're like writing. They're people. writing what bodybuilders are eating. They weren't though. No, the bodybuilders wouldn't give them their actual diet right. because they didn't want no one to know. Dude, but when I'm sitting here, I'm reading like eat pancakes, potatoes, and fucking rice. Oh it's yeah, like, what was your thing? It was, I, I had the three P's. It was three P's. Remember this. Well, as a kid, I don't think you can't. I can't do it as an adult. But it was. It literally. I'd make pancakes, um, potatoes, and pasta. I guess that's what I do. Th- those were the three things I did as a kid, like as a teenager, yeah. to put size on. And then it was always steak, eggs, and chicken. And then I'd eat tuna fish. So I, I won't touch tuna fish anymore. Hell no. But those were the things I ate. I ate like red meat, um, chicken, and a shit ton of eggs. As a kid, and tuna fish, but I, I wore tuna fish out. Yeah, 
So that's pretty much what I did. You want to know what I ate? What did you eat as a kid? Nothing. You were, I weighed about 100 pounds, 135 pounds when I graduated. I was super shredded, and all I did is bike around. I, I would go be like, oh, let's go get a Snickers. Oh, hey, Jerry, you want to go get some Skittles? You were into <laughs> fitness, though. Like, yeah. like that, that was something I got into. Huh? I was the cool kid. I had, like, Guido hair. I didn't even know what a Guido was, but here in Vegas, you spike your whole head, turn it black. I did my eyebrows. They looked all fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's, okay, so that's good family stuff. Let's talk a little bit about bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Give me something, man. Something so, good. this is everybody, the, the breakup thing. That's how I started. That's how you started. That's definitely my how I was my first love. His was his first wife. Getting over, getting over a tough divorce. That was the hardest one. Yeah, it, it, it really saved me in a sense because I was I was really overweight. I had you know my my self concept of myself was fucking destroyed. I didn't know who I was, and I was like, you know what? I need to do something. I need to make some type of change in my life, and I just started making those changes and. Mind you, through through that whole process, I made a lot of mistakes. Like you know, I was yeah. I was doing everything to get over the marriage the wrong way. I was literally. Well, you don't know what to do. No, nah, man. You know, I really didn't. I, yeah. I really didn't. It was like, but it's like, you, mine was full of distractions, and it wasn't. I mean, well, your family, you grew up with a broken family a little bit. I, or I don't know if it was broken, but. I honestly don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know no, 100%. too much, but hundred percent. You kind of went on your own way or whatever. And I, I went through, I went through, probably about ten months of distractions. It wasn't until this last September, and I started to open my eyes. And even then, I still made a couple more mistakes until probably about January. Yeah, and then literally, what's right, a mistake though? That's uh, what I say. Doing something that you know you shouldn't do—that's a mistake. That's every day. Nah, uh, fuck! I put listen, my shoe on backwards. Yeah, right? but listen. <laughs> There's things you know you shouldn't do, especially as an adult. You go, I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And you're in the situation, you go, fuck, I'm going to do it anyways. You know, like, to me, it was like, I've been doing that lately. It's not good. No. Nah. Yeah, you really shouldn't. No. But it, it got to a point where it finally came into a good place. Yeah. You know, like mentally, I'm in a great place now. And it's like, okay, physically, everything's going to start coming back and coming together. But it, you literally have to get there mentally. Yeah. You know, both both have to be there in order, I think, to be a great bodybuilder. We both went, I, I don't know what the hell I went through, but we both went through something at the same time. Oh, yeah. I'm a little bit behind. Completely. But, um, yeah, breakups, I think breakups make the best bodybuilder. What was your diet when you first started? With what? Like, when I what first What was your started? training split and your first diet? So my diet was shit because I was following this. I won't call it. I'll never refer to this asshole as a coach. He's a fucking trainer, and he has cookie-cutter diets. But I was literally eating like the fucking bikini models. Like, yeah. I'm not bullshitting you. I think one day I compared my diet to one of the bikini competitors they had, Myra. And I'm not shitting you. My diet was not much different than Myra's. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm a two, I'm over 200 pounds. So, so how in the fuck I have the same there's diet? A lot of, there's a lot of people out there that don't know what a cookie cutter diet is. What is that? A cookie cutter diet is like something where it literally it's the same thing for fucking everybody. And it's some bullshit that he probably had written up for him and he feeds it to his clients. He doesn't do anything to adjust for the weights, you yeah. know, like the, or, you know, for someone's increasing weight, losing weight. And the other bullshit too is his white fish source is tilapia. And I'm telling everyone out there right now. Do your research on tilapia. It's a shit fish. It's the disgusting fish. This thing 
It eats the poop of other fish. You could poop in the water, and it will. It's eat, a sucker it, fish. It'll it'll eat your poop, and if you poop in the water, like it it these things are poop. they're disgusting. They they literally they're like carp, and people eat tilapia all the time. I don't understand how people eat tilapia in bodybuilding. It's a bottom. It's a it is disgusting, and it's and it's farm. There's no til, there's no, no wild caught tilapia. No, I don't eat fish. Uh, except for raw I, salmon. And stuff I like have that. to. So, like, for bodybuilding for my first show, like, I had a lot of weight to lose. I think I had about 40-plus pounds to lose. Yeah, he had a lot. And Joe looked at me and was like, you're going to suffer. And so it was <laughs> literally chicken, whitefish, and egg whites for 20 weeks. Yeah, for your first for your first show, you had to lose a lot, so you had to eat like that. This this last one you tried to get ready for, he ended up getting COVID, almost died. Like, seriously, he's still dying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's getting a little bit better. He, he was on super low carb also, and I I think he was uh, you were ahead for a little bit, then got behind. I don't know what's going on. I got I got way ahead. I think Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe, Joe started. Joe was watching you. He started fixing us up. Like yeah. it was really good. Yeah, because we we got to like eight weeks, and I was like, you know, I looked like I thought I looked like I was probably about three I was weeks like, ahead. You're way behind, and then a week later, I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it was, it, it happened. <laughs> I'm with him every day. So since then, though, we've just been eating and putting on size. And now it's time. I want to clean up a little bit. Yeah, Joe's a good coach, though. He, uh, he's been, Amazing. he's been going, he's been training. How many shows has he, Joe, done? I don't know. You know what, though? This is something he doesn't even talk about. He's probably had, in the last year, probably eight or nine people compete in shows. Yeah, that he, he oversaw their diets, their training, everything. He's a you good know? dude. He uh, he loves what he does though too. Yeah, Solid. And he doesn't need anybody to tell him if he's good or not. What or was your he, what, he's what, a shit. your first show? What was your diet like? Uh, three low, one high. Eight ounces of meat every meal. I had one steak meal for uh, meal five. Let me start over. Shake meal one and six. I had oats, a half cup oats mixed in there. Had some peanut butter. Uh, meal two, three, four was chicken and uh, rice. Eight ounces chicken, half cup rice, brown rice. Fucking hated it. I did this diet for three years. I competed like, I did 37 shows, but I, I did three years straight like this with no cheating, high, low, high, low, high, low. Um, so I did, meal, meal five was steak and brown rice. And then my last one was just a shake with some peanut butter. Or uh, I did peanut butter for a long time. I changed it up, different butters. That's crazy. Sometimes real butter, you know. That's crazy. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. But and then so that was the three low carb days. I did half cups. I I brought it down a little bit. It was a couple weeks before, but on the fourth day, I would do a high uh, high carb day, and I'll do double my body weight. So meal one, three, and five would have a little bit of like raisins or uh, prunes or something like that in it to to give you an insulin spike, so you. Your body starts hauling ass, you know. Your metabolism yeah. will get going, and that's very important with the, uh, the high low carb diet. You can't just put a bunch of carbs in there and yeah, I'm on high, high carb day. No, there's right. a, there is a good way to do it. Yeah. So I say we wrap up, but before we wrap up, if for anyone new getting started, for anyone that's going through a breakup and then wants to bodybuild, it's just going like, hey, I I need to do something. What would your advice be to them? Just fucking go to the gym. Just go to the gym. Yeah. I, yeah, don't get into drugs the wrong way. Yeah. So my advice would be look at the two roads you're about to take because this is what I went through. I went through I went through two roads because I was drinking heavily, heavily, heavily before I got into this, before yeah. I got into bodybuilding. Like 
it, it's to me, this is the longest I've ever been sober. Yeah. Not touching alcohol, nothing. Like I, I used to drink all the time. Like I was, you know, it's called an addiction because that's what it is when you're drinking all the time. Well, and when you're a bodybuilder and you go hardcore, like you definitely addicted. So you, you tell the person, look at the two roads that you're about to cross. Yeah. One road will lead you down doing the same thing over and over again. This other road is a brand new road. You, it's, it's unknown. You don't know what you're about to travel. You don't know what you're about to see. Definitely a better you way. You don't know the bumps in the road. Yeah. Go down that new road because you know where that old road leads you. You know, you know that path through, through that old road. You know the yeah. bumps. You know what's going to hit. You know what's going to hurt. You know all the effects that that other road has. But take that new road. Take that new challenge. That, that would be my advice to them. Definitely because if you do go the wrong route, it's doing drugs. You're going on the street, and that takes longer to get back. Yeah. And, and when you do start training and shit, you feel good. You're putting all your anger out there. You're probably, I cried for two hours in the gym every day for like four months when I went through my breakup. I was just ah, crying. <laughs> People, it, thank God I had Joe but, there. Joe would talk me off the ledge before he even started training. It, it is also a demon though because you start looking good. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're hungry for more and you keep pushing. And then you're this crazy bodybuilder and you're all cocky and, and the, well, narcissistic. So you got to watch for that too. That was the, that's been my biggest pullback from the last, let's just say, shit, it's almost six months now. Six months of pulling back from dating or anything like that. Yeah. And it's been a good pullback. Everybody has their face in life. Yeah, we do. But this, was, this has been good. So, But uh, that would be my advice. That's your advice. This is, uh, How much you weigh right now? Shit, 226. I'm 235. I see you when I'm 245 in about four days. Yeah, hopefully next time I come back uh, next week, I'm down like 220. I'll be bald. He'll, he'll have a beard. I'll have a beard switch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think that's it for tonight. Yep. Uh, it's Tyler and Rocky from Cape Talk signing out. Thanks.